going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? It is me, the Foreplay King, here again for another episode of Cancel Shweezy, um, the show all about uh, uh, being vindicated because I am selfish, I am wrong, I am right, I swear I'm right, I swear I knew this all along, and I am flawed, but I am cleaning up so well. I am saying in me now things you swore you saw yourself. I'm sorry, I didn't get, I don't, I, I did pretty good for the, we're not actually knowing the lyrics to Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional. So, um, don't miss me with that shit. All right, we're, we're back on the miss me with that shit train. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for hitting the, the play button wherever you're, um, watching, aka YouTube, or you're listening on any of the million streaming places you can listen to this podcast thank you so much um first of all uh go check out my music i'm Sweezy under spotify apple title deezer youtube amazon wherever you're listening to music uh best thing you can always do is to uh stream me non-stop 24 7 i have some cool things planned in the future for upcoming releases and um, make sure you just follow the button there on on the, the music streaming side, that way you get updated anytime I make a release. And also, you need to follow me on social media. I'm at the Shweezy everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I like almost forgot what Twitter was for a second. I guess I won't use it that much, um, except for like a couple days ago where I just posted "Republican is the new R word." Um, but no, follow me everywhere uh, except on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok too. That's there. I'm uh, at the Foreplay King. Um, you know, basically the same name, uh, but you know, go follow me there, uh, come hit me up, like, comment, and, you know, see me post stupid shit on the internet all the time, update you on other things I do as well when I drop new episodes of this show, but if you really want to know when I drop new episodes, uh, like and subscribe on YouTube, uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you, uh, listen slash watch podcasts at, liking, subscribing, and leaving a review is one of the best things you can do to support the show and, uh, let people know uh, what is up in our world today, yesterday, and tomorrow, because that's what heroes do, all right? And uh, I do also uh, stream video games on Twitch. Every Thursday I do it, and occasionally I go on Mondays as well, depending on my mood um, or depending if I really want to play something. And that specific game I put down is uh, saved for streaming. So that's one thing we can always do. Um, hopefully I'm figuring out, I want to do another Pokemon run. So I think I'm going to do a Pokemon run, uh, upcoming, um, and we'll see how everything goes from there. Uh, with Twitch though, there's two different buttons. There's a follow button that notifies you and that's free notifies you anytime I go live and let you really supports the, the channel like this and everything I do. There's also a subscribe button. Now, typically, uh, subscribe on Twitch around $5. However, if you have an Amazon Prime account, what you can do is connect the two accounts and uh, press the subscribe button. You get one free subscribe a month. So basically, you need to do that because if you're just going month by month, paying for Amazon Prime and not using that feature on Twitch, you're basically giving Jeff Bezos an extra $5 a month. And we don't want that. Give that money to me because I could use it more than him because uh, he's bald and I'm not. That's why. He's bald because uh, he doesn't pay his workers well. That's why he's bald. Um, don't at me on that, because I know it's true. Uh, but also, uh, if you want to support the show the best way you can, uh, $5 a month gets you ad-free episodes over on Patreon, ad-free episodes of all my shows, 
and everything like that, and it's just a smooth experience for everyone. Uh, but the best thing you can do is just like and subscribe on social media, uh, this podcast, uh, you know, follow me on Spotify and Apple Music, you know, you know what heroes do. This, this show is all about what heroes uh, do in our world, and that's something we will always be getting into, so... Uh, that's something I want you all to be aware of. So thank you so much. That's all of it. Let's get into the news. Uh, the news that I have deemed important for you. Uh, I like to call this segment. Uh, it's not last week tonight. It's uh, the previous week right now with Schweezy, not John Oliver. So let's get into this. Um, first one. It's kind of funny. Uh, Missouri pastor slammed for telling wives to lose weight look less butch to keep husbands. This is from CBS 46. Now, I used to live in Missouri, and I've seen a lot of the women there. I've also seen a lot of the men there. So one thing I want to focus on, um, when a guy wants to slam women, be like, I don't like fat bitches, and I don't like like manly-looking women, um, I also like to look at the man in the situation. What does he look like? Um, so I'm going to post a picture of him right here, and we're going to keep it up for this entire time that I'm going through this news segment, um, because I want you all to look at him uh, and while we report on what he actually says in this article. He's not a good-looking guy, and I have some things to say about that. So let's get into this. A Missouri pastor is on leave after he gave a sermon that many people say was sexist, misogynistic, and inappropriate. Pastor Stuart Allen Clark, too many last names for a first name, took a leave of absence Tuesday from First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri. First General Baptist. It's the First Baptist Church, but it's like the First General. Like This is a General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri, um, located the state's southeast boot heel, uh, better known as Never Go There. Um, that's toxic. It's just a, I don't know what Chernobyl is that much, but I assume it's the same thing. And then after receiving widespread criticism for his sermon given in late February. In his sermon, he explained that women need to lose weight and submit to the sexual desires of their husbands to keep the men from straying. Clark also said wives need to wear makeup, dress nicely, have nice hair, and appear less butch. All right, remember, we're looking at this guy right now. His picture is still up. Um and appear less butch. Uh, the original video was deleted from the church's website, but a woman who was m watching the sermon that day managed to post the video to Facebook, where it has caused widespread anger and gained thousands of comments. Uh, Clark continued to ask why women let themselves go after marriage and reiterated that men only marry for good looks and sex. Men have a need for their women to look like women. Sweatpants don't cut it all the time. Wearing flip-flops and pajamas to Walmart, that ain't going to work. Ain't nothing attractive about that. It ain't Clark. It ain't, Clark said in his sermon. And men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an amen? Um... Clark also claimed this topic is so important that a friend of his has put a weight limit on his wife before he would divorce her. Ladies, it's the way God made us. It's the way we are. Men are going to look. He made us to look. You want them to be looking at you. Don't let yourself go, Clark said in his sermon. Clark also used former First Lady Melania Trump as an example of what women should strive to look like, although he acknowledged that not everybody looks like that. Now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, epic trophy wife of all time like Melania Trump. I'm not saying that at all. Most women can't be trophy wives, but you know, maybe you're a per 
participation trophy. Clark said as a photo of Melania Trump appeared on the screen, I don't know, but all I can say is not everybody looks like that. Amen. Not everybody looks like that, but you don't need to look like a butch either. The church released a statement Monday saying Clark's sermon was not consistent with the positions and values of the church. General General Baptists believe that every woman was created in the image of God and they should be valued for that reason. General Baptist Ministries posted on Facebook, Clark is now on leave. It's unclear whether that leave is paid or unpaid. The church also said Clark is now seeking professional counseling. So there's a lot to unpack here. And like I said, the image is still up here. We're, we're going to get an idea of who this guy is. Uh, I... So let's 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 go with the let's go with the first one, Melania Trump. Um, you know why she's with Donald Trump? Uh, because she was a foreign lady who tried to find a rich guy and she married him, and she was lucky enough to be born good looking, and they're not in love. And um, I don't know, they're flying pretty under the radar, but I'm pretty sure they're about to get a divorce. I'm, I'm still believing they're getting a divorce. So. Uh, Let's get that straight. Um, and, you know, like you hear Melania complaining about Christmas. <laughs> like she's not, she's supposed to be dumb and good looking. Like she's not supposed to be doing that shit. And I agree with her. She's not, she, this is not what she signed up for. <laughs> um, but no, we, so it's like, I like how he used Melania Trump. He's just like, I miss Donald. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, and obviously there's, um, there's, there's an idea. There's some, there's some, <sighs> points he has here like i think it's just i don't know i tried looking up if this guy was single or not um could not find him with a wife and i'm just gonna assume that he is not married um because um no woman would ever allow a man uh to say that in a public setting um uh, maybe unless she's melania trump that case she probably doesn't know english that well that's the case doesn't seem like this guy um has ever made a woman orgasm uh, or, uh, knows where the clitoris is, uh, which is, um, kind of sad. Um, you know, um, that's all I can really say about that, but I mean, there's an idea. Okay. Let's go with this idea. He says, why do women let themselves go after they get married? Um, I mean, I mean, that I mean there is a point there. Um, however, um, if she gets pregnant and has a child, uh, there's a difference. I do think, I, one thing I will say, Gurutha you we should be taking care of ourselves, you know, obviously like that. Uh, women to appear less butch, um, you, you should kind of, I don't know, if you're getting married, you, you should know she's butch or not. I mean, women are disgusting creatures, they're pigs. Um, they just, uh, hide it better than men do. Men are just pretty, uh, open about that shit, uh, but women hide it very well, but they are gross, too, and we still love them for what they are, um, also, I mean, I don't know, I've, I've been on dates, and I've gone out and dated a lot of good-looking women, like, some 10 out of 10s, I'm just, I'm, I'm just bragging right now, but I'm saying, though, um, sometimes people get, are so good-looking, they don't develop a personality, and, you talk to them, and then they start wanting to talk about charcuterie boards. And I'm like, holy shit, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like, I can't, I want to have a conversation with someone. So, you know, being attractive is a nice thing, and I approve of being attractive. But at some point, though, we realize that good looks aren't everything. Because uh, A Ride or Die, which is an EP by me out now on all streaming services, um, 
you know, you gotta you gotta enjoy being around them and being friends with them. Like, just because someone's good looking doesn't mean uh, they're uh, fun to talk to. Because I've met a lot of ditzy women out there, and uh, and I know a lot of them uh, go to uh, the Gulch in Nashville, where there's this huge butterfly wing thing. I just flick this thing. Huge butterfly wing thing. They they're lining up to take a picture with it because they're basic, basic white bitches, folks. Um, Stay away from them. Uh, they're not smart, and they're not fun to talk to. I know, because I've tried. And, um, I mean, they probably don't get Shrek as much as you do. But, um, anyways, this guy's still up on the screen. Um, I haven't forgot about him. Um, so, oh, my last point is, like, I don't have abs. We're going to pretend I'm a do, but... It's kind of one of those things, like, I mean, I have, I'm have i a little chunky guy, but uh, it's okay to have, like, what you like. Because, you know, like, women are like, I like only want a guy who's over six feet tall. You know, I always I always get to the idea, like, women uh, can be like, I want a guy taller than me, but it's saying, like, a height. Uh, yeah, that's pretty selfish. That's pretty, uh, I don't know the word I'm trying to say. I think I said, I'm just saying selfish or uh, stingy. Don't be stingy. Uh, but men can be, I think men can be like, I want a woman who is thinner than I am and be fine. Um, I mean, a lot of fat guys, like, you don't have room to complain, but, um, I mean, it's okay to have a preference, but, like, at the same time, like, uh, make realistic expectations, because, um, I realized that I don't think Gal Gadot would put up with my bullshit. Anyways, I've called her a big-titted animal. I don't think she would put up with that shit. And, uh, it's called being realistic, folks. Um, I've gone too long. Uh, we're gonna take him off the screen now and, uh, move to the next topic. Uh, International Women's Day 2021. Oh, I forgot to mention that all these, uh, uh, this week I wanted to celebrate International Women's Month or, uh, Women's History Month. And so we're doing all, uh, women articles today that relate to women. Um, it's not hard. It wasn't that hard to find. I'm going to tell you that it wasn't that hard to find. Uh, but let's get into it. This from today, 24 news, uh, International Women's Day 2021, a giant clitoris in front of the Eiffel Tower. All right, let's go. On the occasion of International Women's Day 2021, the Clito Gang and Simone Media pose a giant clitoris, or as my friend Josh Casey would say, author of uh, Tracking Desire, Journey After Swallowtail Kites, the clitoris, clitoris in front of the Eiffel Tower to denounce the inequality of institutional and medical treatment, treatment of this organ. It was this morning of March 8th, 2021, on the forecourt of the... Trocadero. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Um, I'm going to assume uh, this says this is 8 Mars 2021. I'm assuming that's March 8th. It's here, International Women's Rights Day, and to celebrate, what could be better than seeing a giant cl- clitoris face the Tower Eiffel? Indeed, this morning walkers could admire on the Esplanade of Trocadero a pretty inflatable red clitoris. Uh, five meters high, the goal to denounce the inequality of institutional and medical treatment of clitoris. At the origin of this happening, there is the feminist publishing house uh, Gang du Clito, created by Julia, good morning, Julia P. Pietri and Simone Media, both pop and joyful, and action reminds us of the nanas of Nikki de Saint Fale or his monumental installation. She, the giant pregnant woman who was entered through the vulva at the Moderna Musit in Stockholm, 
this one's hard to get through. It's like awful French words that I can't say. Erecting this female sexual organ as a symbol to demand that it be treated as well as the male organs is a good starting point. It is even as essential point less studied than the far side of the moon. The clitoris has long been excluded from anatomy books. It is even, according to the Times, considered as a shameful organ to see an enemy. Thank you, Dr. Freud. According to a 2016 report on sex education from the High Council for Equality, a quarter of 15-year-old girls do not know they have a clitoris, and 83% of them are unaware of its erogenous function. It was not until 2008 that the first ultrasound of the clitoris was carried out due to Pierre Faudez. Uh, it is only recently that the clitoris uh, takes center stage again and thereby its rightful place to dig deeper into the subject. We take the opportunity to read the column International Women's Day, Who's Afraid of the Clitoris? co-signed by Gang du Clito and Simone Media in Cosette. All right, so lots to unpack there. Um, uh, obviously, yeah, we should be signing the clitoris, but there's also, I don't, this is, I guess this is a difference between boys and girls. Like, boys figure out how to masturbate on their own. No one, like, teaches you. You just figure that shit out pretty quick. I don't like when you're, like, at the right age, hopefully. Um, and then, like, women don't know about the clitoris. Like, do women not... I guess women don't get horny like guys do. They're just like, hmm, you know, when I touch this thing right here, it feels really good. And when someone else touches it, or better yet, puts their mouth on it, it feels really good. Um... Why do some women not, like, know that? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the female in that. Well, I, I know a little bit, but there's parts I don't. I know what they like and uh, don't like. Um, a fist in their ass, they do not like, folks. Um, don't ask me how I know. Um, I just read it online somewhere. That's why you shouldn't ask me. Um, but, no, that's, that is really weird. Um, I do know, like, the, the dick can, a dick can get uh, uh, injured easier than a vagina. Um, from what I'm aware, um, uh, I know that, um, and, uh, no one is punching or kicking your clitoris, too, so that's something to, uh, talk about, but no, I mean, I'm okay with it, but, like, I also looked at the statue, I'm not gonna post it here, because I don't know what YouTube or anyone's gonna post, um, yeah, um, I could, a child would not recognize that as a vagina, like, if they made a penis statue, we'd all notice a penis or a, a man's vagina or something like that or whatever. Whatever your kids want to call it. But, like, that statue did not look uh, too uh, bad, you know. But nevertheless, I'll persist. Um, this is, I don't know. I thought this was going to be easier than I thought. Uh, but it has not been. And uh, I think I played myself. All right, anyways. Uh, Taylor Swift calls out Netflix show Ginny and Georgia over deeply sexist jokes from CNET. Back in 2016, when Grammy-winning singer and songwriter Taylor Swift look, took part in Vogue 73 Questions video series, one of the questions she was asked was, what the, what's the one thing she wished she'd known at 19? Swift answered that she'd tell herself that even though she would date like a normal 20-something should be allowed to, she would become a national lightning rod for slut-shaming. It was clear then Swift was done with the endless string of jokes about how many boyfriends she'd had, a number that you could have counted on one hand. Unsurprisingly, five years later, she's not feeling more fondly towards those same jokes. In fact, she seems extremely tired of them. On Monday, Swift called out Netflix in its new drama series, Ginny and Georgia, 
in a tweet for a punchline about her in which one character said to another, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift. Swift, who has been in a steady and committed relationship for years now, called the joke lazy and deeply sexist. The tweet, hey Jenny in Georgia, 2010 called and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny. Also, nef at Netflix, after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Happy Women's History Month, I guess. Uh, she also seemed dismayed that Netflix, which is home to both her Reputation Stadium Tour movie and her documentary film Miss Americana, which presents the star at her most candid and vulnerable, would be okay with broadcasting such a joke at her expense. This isn't the first time Swift has spoken out against streaming services that host and profit from her content. She previously had a long-running battle with Spotify in which she lobbied for artists to be better compensated for their music, something she carried with her into her new record contract. Uh, acknowledging her influence, Apple Music reversed its decision not to pay artists whose music was streamed during the free three-month trial period. Ahead of Swift's tweet on Monday, the phrase respect Taylor Swift has been trending on Twitter all morning in the UK and the US, with fans pointing out the long history of misogynistic scrutiny. Swift has endured over her romantic choices. Swift, it turned out, agreed with fans' interpretation of the joke. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining the horseshit as phony? She said, pointing out the irony of March being Women's History Month. Netflix didn't immediately reply to Swift or respond to CNET's request for comment. Okay. Folks, most of you know, I am willing to f die on a sword for Taylor Swift, and I'm willing to fight for her. I think she is one of the greatest artists um, in the music industry, uh, but we're not going to talk about her music, because um, that's not what this is talking about. It's We're talking about a joke. Here, Here's the thing with that, and, I, I, and this probably is a, um, when that situation, you hear that, you hear that story as a kid, when I was like younger, that... Uh, so men are keys and women are locks. So it's like a key that opens a lot of locks is a good key, but a uh, a lock that gets opened pretty by a lot of keys um, is a shitty lock. And it's like how you describe women and men. It's like so. It's like if I sleep with twenty people, or if I sleep with a hundred people, um, it's a uh, it's like cool. But if a woman sleeps with it, she's a slut. Like come on, I'm a slut too. Okay. <laughs> Like, we, we gotta, like, it makes sense, though. Like, and also, she's been on the spotlight since she was, like, a kid. And we've probably dated the same amount of people, me and Taylor. And it was just that people notice her, and um, eventually now she's keeping her, like, love life private. She's uh, been dating Joe for, like, years now. Uh, but, no, like, we, it's just a lot of shit I don't, I don't like. I don't like that. I, I don't like the idea, like when a man, like, men getting treated differently than women. I don't know, I just, that just kind of annoys me. Especially this, one, the joke's not funny anymore. Like, oh, you, you go through guys like Taylor Swift. I'm like, you've probably dated a lot of people too if you're, like, single and almost 30. So you probably dated a lot of people. It's just how it is. I'm only 27, so, I mean, I guess, I'm like, no, I'm at that age where it's just like, all my friends are in their 30s now, so it's like, I've already accepted them, like, I'll be 30 soon, so, and I'm, like, not even, like, I'm kind of close to 30, so, but anyways, no, can we, so, basically, I, I really wanted to talk about this, I thought Miss Americana was gonna get off Netflix, which I really love that documentary, um, but, no, I guess it's, I guess it's still on Netflix for the time being, but I don't know how much longer, because they upset Taylor, <coughs> and it's, like, I don't know, like, it's just an old joke, it's like, 
It's like the con. It's even like the Kanye joke. And I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the greatest record of all time. Like we still doing that joke. That was like ten years, like eleven years ago, maybe even more. I don't know. I can't remember when that came out. I think it was 2009, 2010. Uh, so it's at least been a decade. And uh, we can shut the fuck up about, I don't know. And I'm the guy who beats a joke to death. So let's stop that shit. All right. All right. Next next article. Um, this is our last one. Um, I had a fun conversation with some woke friends um, who probably don't get things. Burger King sparks uproar with women belong in the kitchen tweet ad on International Women's Day. It's from the Washington Post. <laughs> so they tweeted, women belong in the kitchen. I'm going to tell you, I laughed the entire day. I, like, Women's Hist, um, International Women's Day, I was laughing the entire day. I was just, you know, I was like getting shit done, you know, sitting in here, working on it, and I'm just like, women belong in the kitchen. Like, Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. Burger King opted to take on gender disparity in the restaurant industry with a new culinary scholarship program and a tweet. Women belong in the kitchen. It did not go over well. The fast food chain's United Kingdom division sparked an outcry Monday as critics accused the brand of using a sexist trope as clickbait. The Burger King Foundation, the company's United States-based nonprofit arm, meanwhile published a full-page ad with similar language in Monday's print edition of the New York Times, Women Belong in the Kitchen, was bolded in large font that took up much of the ads above the fold space. Fine dining kitchens, food truck kitchens, award-winning kitchens, casual dining kitchens, ghost kitchens, Burger King kitchens. If there is there's a professional kitchen, women belong there. The ad continued, but can you guess who's leading those kitchens these days? Exactly. Only 20 percent of chef positions in America are occupied by women. Want to talk head chefs? The number drops to fewer than 7%. Burger King Foundation's Her Helping Equalize Restaurant Scholarships will grant $25,000 apiece to two current female employees. Employees must be employed by Burger King or a franchisee, have plans to enroll in an accredited two- or four-year culinary program or university in the U.S. during the 2022-2023 to academic year, have a high school diploma or GED, and demonstrate financial need and substantial work experience. According to the Foundation's website, the Foundation will establish similar programs in the United Kingdom and Mexico, Burger King spokeswoman Adriana Lorcella said in an email, We are committed to helping women break through a male-dominated culinary culture in the world's fine dining restaurants, and sometimes that requires drawing attention to the problem we're trying to help fix. Lorcella said, Our tweet in the UK today was designed to draw attention to the fact that only a small percentage of chefs and have chefs are women. It was our mistake to not include the full explanation in our initial tweet and have adjusted our activity moving forward because we're sure that when people read the entirety of our commitment, they will share our beliefs in this important opportunity. KFC Gaming tweeted a meme in response to Burger King UK with the caption, the best time to delete this post was immediately after posting it. The second best time is now. <coughs> but Burger King UK rejected the idea. Why would we delete a tweet that's drawing attention to a huge lack of female representation in our industry? We thought you'd be on board with this as well. It tweeted, we've launched a scholarship to help give more of our female employees the chance to pursue a culinary career. Now... I'm like everyone here. Um, I'm aware. So here's how normal people think about this. And then I'll talk about how the fake woke have seen this. So for me, um, I thought, uh, I obviously understand the misunderstanding and the, and I understand the point they were trying to make there. The idea of a tweet that just says women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> so funny. Cause it's like good to me. It's like 
Or when churches post shit like, the only place Jesus wants you is on your knees, and Jesus comes first. Uh, Jesus is about to come. So are you ready? Are you prepared? <laughs> shit like that. So it's just like an honest, like, pure-hearted mistake. And that's something to laugh over. Now, I talked to some woke friends, which uh, I do believe their hearts are pure, but I believe some people, other people in this, fall under the fake woke um, as we like to point out here on Cancel Shweezy, uh, the fake woke are people who are so woke, who think they're woke, but really aren't. They are uh, doing it for maybe the trend, maybe, I don't know. But they're like, oh, like, they're only doing it to get attention. How, like, cringy of them to say something so sexist just to get attention. Like, they're just wanting the attention. Like, they did not mean it like that. I can't imagine anyone who works in that position was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell women that they fucking belong in the kitchen, where they belong. I don't believe anyone would fucking say that about anyone, okay? So stop with your fake woke shit. Um, it's like, okay, and it's like actually go and try and meet a black person. Cause I bet you, if you're fake woke, you probably have never met a black person before. I'm going to tell you that. Do you know a gay person? Uh, I bet you don't. Uh, all your friends are white and, uh, cis gendered straights. And, uh, until you meet someone, uh, in that category, um, shut the fuck up. Uh, we all would like you to shut the fuck up. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch streamer myself, I can tell you there are two types of games. There's the games that you go back to time and time again. For me, that's... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are also games that I go back to time and time again. But you also have those types of games that you play once and then you never pick up again. And that's where I believe Gamefly is perfect for you gamers out there. Uh, most video games come in around $60 and this, uh, with new consoles coming out uh, at the current moment. They can be upwards at $70 even then, and then you don't even include DLC when in regards to that. This is where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because for that one low monthly fee, you can just rent games, play them, and then when you're done with them, you send them back. I wasn't a big fan of Luigi's Mansion back when I played it in October, so I was easily able to send it back and get myself a new game in the process, which was perfect for me. Uh, just start playing other games. Just be able to open your horizons on what games you want to play with Gamefly is my personal favorite thing so uh for the low monthly price your first two months if you use the link in our description your first two months are only ten dollars so stop wasting so much money on video games stop spending sixty dollars on a game you're only going to play once use the link in our description today and you can start playing game more games rent games play as long as you want and when you're done just send it back they will send you a new game to play it's that simple so use our link in the description today for your first two months of ten dollars with Gamefly. And just a reminder, when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality to provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out. Uh, with your purchase of any product with FNX Fitness, one thing I love is that they donate a gallon of water with every purchase you make to a child in need in a country that doesn't necessarily 
necessarily have clean drinking water, which is perfect. You get to feel good when you buy a product from FNX Fitness. Uh, you can start using their supplements. Work smarter, not harder with their supplements. That way you can get the most out of your workout, and so you no longer have to be fat. Hashtag pray for my So using the promo code SWEGCAST or the link in our description today, you can save 15% off your purchase with FNX Fitness. Again, that is 15% off of your purchase when you support FNX Fitness and get a product from them. And a reminder that when you support our sponsors, you directly support this show. Okay, so one thing I want to bring up. We haven't done this in a while on the show. Um, every time I get a cool Tinder interaction or I see a cool profile, I like to uh, read it on the show because I call it um, a segment called uh, Online Dating Sucks. And what uh, is all I have right now? So um, it's the type of guy you're getting. So I, I match with this girl on Tinder. Um, and I also want to make I want to make it very clear. Uh, one of my pictures on Tinder is me in my NSYNC shirt with no pants on. The, the genitals are covered up, so calm your tits. Um, so that, I've gotten a lot of good matches that way. I'm like, oh, we have to be friends. I, I love NSYNC. I'm like, of course you do because you're a solid person. And I typically, I'll ask the question, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Question mark. Like, you pick one or the other. Um, for me, that determines, like, if you pick Backstreet Boys... Um, that determines that um, you're going to waste my fucking time. And uh, maybe we just hook up a couple times. Like, that's my, that's kind of my dealio with that situation. Um, so, anyways, I'm going to put the interaction up here. Uh, so, uh, start with the conversation. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Question mark. Her response? Uh, neither. Question mark. What? That's not how you respond to a fucking question. Um, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I need to try something else. I'm like, oh, you're definitely missing out on NSYNC then. And then she responds with, cool. This person has no personality. Like, I don't know. I just, I get so annoyed with online dating. Like, I obviously, it works for some people. Um, but if you're, um, if you have my brain, um, which, um, we're 23 episodes in deep into this. You, you know what the hell is going on in my bed. Um, that, I don't know, like, why do people act like they're better than you? Like, women are acting like they're better than me? Like, we're both on Tinder. Like, shut the fuck up. You think you're fucking better than me? Bullshit. I've done cooler, i met cooler people than you. i met better looking people than you. So shut the fuck up. And in the words of Pulitzer Prize winner Kendrick Lamar, sit down, uh, be humble. Because, bitch, you're not that cool. You're not that much better than anyone's. If you're on Tinder, if you're on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, stop acting like you're better than other people on the site. Um, because, one, you're not. You're just as equal as everyone else. Um, except for me. I'm better than you, obviously. Uh, you should have known that coming in. Don't act like you're fucking better than me. Because, turns out, I'm probably fucking better than you um uh yeah but you can't play guitar or sing or play bass or drums or piano uh no guess what you do you take fucking pictures by the pool half naked uh don't act like you're better than me um because you're not at least girls on OnlyFans uh will show me their asshole um so if you're not going to show me your asshole and you're trying to be sexy shut the fuck up that's that's all i have to say sit down be humble miss me with that bullshit all right so the next thing i want to talk about here we're all going to boycott Apex Legends. So, um, like some of you know, I only have a Nintendo Switch um, because I'm a big Pokemon fan, 
Um, and I like Mario and I like Zelda. I, I just recently started liking Zelda after I started playing Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, and Animal Crossing became very quickly loved by me. So I'm a big Nintendo guy. Um, so they just added Apex Legends to uh, the Switch. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to download that, play it for a little while, see if I want to switch from Fortnite to Apex. Um, but I found out, um, so I'm like creating my account. You got to create your username and everything like that. So put down um, username, the foreplay king. That's what everyone really knows me as. They know me as the foreplay king. Uh, now watch this video. Everyone, I just want to let you know that uh, I downloaded uh, Apex Legends and uh, someone on Apex Legends is being me. Uh, identity theft is not a joke. That's right, folks. Someone stole my identity and is going around pretending to be me on Apex Legends. This is some shit that we have to take care of right now, forever and always. We can't just be allowing people to pretend to be me on Apex Legends. It's bullshit. Someone else out there thinks they're the foreplay king? That is bullshit. That is my position. I earned that crown. Everyone's like, you gave that name to yourself. I'm like, no, I did not give that name to myself. Like I said, I didn't, I wasn't the one who gave myself the title as the foreplay king. That was given to me uh, by someone else. Uh, she will, will remain anonymous uh, because I'm not that shitty of a person. Uh, and we're also not together anymore. And it's been a couple of years. So um, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, but someone who plays Apex Legends thinks they're the foreplay king. They think they're me. That is some bullshit. Uh, Apex, I think it's run by EA. Um, we're boycotting. I'm going to have to speak to someone at customer service at EA. Hey, someone's pretending to be me. I'm going to report the actual foreplay king account. He's pretending to be me. We're going to, everyone, let's report the foreplay king. Um, all one word, the foreplay king. Because I had to be the four, the number four, play king. And it's some fucking bullshit. Okay? So we are all boycotting Apex Legends. Because um, they allow identity theft. And identity theft is not a joke. Jim. Uh, so in the words of Pulitzer Prize winner Kendrick Lamar, sit down, be humble. So it's time for another segment of uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, meaning I go on BuzzFeed and we go through an article because um, that is basically scraping the bottom of the barrel uh, for me and uh, everyone else who listens to this show. Um, you know, the Simpsons haven't made a good episode in a long time. They stopped being funny a long time ago. Uh, they're basically scraping the bottom of the barrel. And this is the equivalent of uh, being the Simpsons in 2021. Uh, so let's just get into it, folks. Um, so this article I want to go through today, people are opening up about reasons why they are glad to be single. And I am taking notes. Now, just reading the title going into this, um, I can say, you know, I've, you know I've, I'm single a lot. Um, you know, I get into flings and then they break up and then I write songs about it. Shit like that. Um... You know, like one thing I I've, I can basically say going before I'm going into this uh, article, um, when you're single, you want to be in a relationship, but when you're in a relationship, you want to be single. It's that weird grass is always greener on the other side. Um, just be happy with how you are. You know, I'm kind of you know I've had to like I'm basically learning right now on my own, just like you know, being comfortable with myself, being comfortable in my own skin, liking, you know, realizing I'm better than everyone else, which you already know. And, uh, you know, it's something I've kind of had to like work towards and get, well, you know what, you don't, you don't need to be in a relationship. You can be single. You can be in a relationship. You don't have to be single. And, you know, it's, 
you know, just do what makes you feel good, you know, what? and just accept who you are, you know, and accept that you have the best hair on the internet and accept that I am the foreplay king and still the reason why we're boycotting Apex Legends, FYI. Um, so let's go, um, and we're just going to go into that. I think there's 22 points they make about why it's good being single. So I'm going to go through all these and, uh, tell you what the fuck is going on. So, um, First one, um, I already have some controversy over it. Nobody is messing up my Netflix algorithm. Now, there's a lot of things here um, I could go into. So, some of you may know, my parents are on my Netflix and Hulu and Disney accounts. Um, oh, and Peacock. I have Peacock because of my cable. Um, and possibly going to be on, I might be getting HBO Max soon. I've been doing, like, the free trials with, like, temporary emails and shit like that. Um, but... So, yeah, you know, they're on my, they're on my, basically they're on my account. And, um, the first, the only rule I gave them for this is I made them a separate profile. I made, yeah, I just made them like a separate profile, you know, and I'm just like, do not watch anything on my profile. You just use it on yours. And they, they accepted that because, uh, that's not unreasonable to ask anyone. Now this idea here, we're talking about, uh, nobody is messing up my Netflix algorithm. Bitch, you make separate profiles. Unless you're watching something together, then you watch it on just one account. But like, bitch, create separate profiles, you know? It's not like fucking Facebook. You have to have a fucking married account profile. Which is another thing about Josh, too. Him and his wife have the same profile picture. At what point shouldn't, shouldn't they just have the same Facebook account and just cross that line? That's a problem I have with Josh. Before his name. Author of Track and Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. So, um... Yeah, so, I don't know. I can't wait for him to listen to this and then just get on my ass. But Josh is also a stupid name. Um, so, um, nobody messing, nobody messes with my algorithm because I create profiles on it. So, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, number two, on a daily base, on a day-to-day basis, I struggle less with feelings of guilt. Um, I mean, you can feel guilt single. I don't know why I have all this is a thing. Feelings of guilt in what relationship? Like that you're cheating on them? Don't cheat on people. That's a good rule. Um, if you don't want to feel guilty, don't do shitty things. That's that's what you can do. And if you do a shitty thing, uh, man up and accept it and apologize to people. Um, feelings of guilt in like being single? Like you can still feel guilty being single. I don't know what it's like. Yeah, I led this woman on. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be in a relationship with her. I just want to be single. I'm like fuck you. I don't know. Okay. Uh, number three, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, without checking in with anyone. That's a that's actually a really good point. Uh, you know, it's like you have friends with kids, you hang out with them, and the kids start acting like assholes. And then, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to leave. You want to come with? Oh, wait. You can't because you these are yours. You wanted fucking miniature versions of yourself. And you're like, it's such a selfless act to have kids. Like, no, it's not. You wanted them. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it's such a selfish act. Uh to want a PlayStation 5. It was such a selfless act to get that PlayStation 5. No, it was not. I wanted the PlayStation 5. Like, you wanted kids. And now you're stuck with them. And you're stuck with a little miniature asshole version of yourself. And uh, me, who does no commitments to anyone, uh, yeah, I get to do whatever I want whenever I want. You know what? I'm going to leave. Because guess what? I can. Uh, Have fun with the tantrum, bitch. The only thing stressing me are my own... Number four. This is... uh, The only thing stressing me are my own stressors. I don't have to help support someone else through theirs. Um, I mean, yeah, that is a good point. But um, if you don't like helping someone else through their problems, uh, don't date them. That's that's a good thing. If their problems are problems to you and you don't like their problems, um, 
leave. Don't don't be that. Don't be a dick because uh, when you date someone, as we get into when we get into relationship advice, uh, when you date someone, uh, they have baggage too. And the best thing, like I said in a song lyric, uh, only one on Ride or Die out on all streaming services. Do you got baggage? Because I hope it has some wheels. So you always want to have. Everyone has baggage. You just want to hope they have wheels, like the baggage with wheels. You don't have to like fucking carry it because that shit sucks. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big thing. If you don't want to deal with someone else's problems, don't be in a relationship. That's, that's, that's a very big thing um, because uh, that's called being in a relationship. So uh, let's move on to number five. When I've been in a relationship, I always felt like I needed to check my phone 24 seven. Um, depends on who you're dating. Um, if you have to check your phone 24-7, you know what you can do. This is what I did, because if I get a message, I like to see it, and I like to reply to it immediately. And so basically what I do is turn notifications off on Facebook. The only notifications I really have on are, let's see, like I have Messenger on uh, Instagram. I wish Instagram had a better Messenger-type feature, because I don't really care to see how many people liked a photo I post on Instagram, but I like knowing when I get direct messages, though, because those are super handy. So I basically turn off all notifications on my phone except for actual communication. And then uh, don't check your phone until it vibrates, and then you look at it and see if it's important. And if it's not, you put it back away. That's why I bought an iPod, or I actually refurbished this one, uh, because I want to listen to music. And it's also like when it's on your phone, it's like it distracts you too. He's like, I don't play a game too. So, um, you don't have to check your phone 24 seven. You just have to be aware if someone's trying to get a hold of you. Um, don't be like fucking Micah who turns notifications for text off, but like his Instagram is on. So like, if I have to get a hold of him, I have to message him through Instagram. Like it's some fucking bullshit. Fuck Micah. But I also love that guy. So do not fuck with Micah. He's my property. I want him to get a tattoo on his ass that says property of Shweezy. That way, any any woman who gets to him knows that's my property. Because uh, I love that guy. But also fuck him at the same time. Because y'all know what's up. Um, I can leave something on the table and come back two weeks later and it's still there. Yeah, that's unless you get robbed, then it's not going to be there. Um, it is very true. Uh, that's called living alone. And uh, I live alone. And um, parts of it are sad. Because if you make a mess uh, and you don't want to clean it up, no one's going to clean it up. And that's sad. Um, but if you like living alone, I mean, I enjoy living alone for the most part. I feel like I'm too old to have roommates, but also I just like having privacy, you know? It's like when I had room, when I was in college and I had roommates in my apartment, like I was always just like shut in my room, like 24 seven, like all the time. So it's like cook shit and then go back to my room, cry, you know, get drunk. Ah, uh, college. What a fun time. Midnight flatulence, number seven, midnight flatulence without a care. Um, you know, she could, she, your partner can fart too, and you could hate that. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how people are in relationships. Like, I don't fart around my partner. I'm like, bitch, calm the fuck down. So I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even care if like, we're just like, I go, we go out to like dinner and she just farts in front of me. I'm fine with that. You know why? Because it's not on my face. That would be a deal breaker. She's like, I can only fart if it's on your face. I'm like, that's, this is a deal breaker for me. Um, 
So if you're ride or die, you know, my EP that's out on all the streaming services, uh, you need to accept that your partner's going to fart around you. And we just accept that as long as it's not in each other's faces. Unless you're into that where um, no king shaming, but I kind of want to king shame you because that's weird. Um, number eight, you are no longer forced to hang out with your significant other's friends. See, here's here's the thing with that. Um, I want to be friends with my significant other's friends. And... Um, that's a weird thing. Like, that's, you know, isn't that we- That's a weird thing for me. That it's like, I want to be friends with her friends. Because, because like, if you don't like her friends, like, oh, God damn it, dude. If you if you had a woman's friend, like a girl you're dating's friends, that is literally the worst thing ever. Like, God damn, we have to hang out with your goddamn fucking friends. But if you actually, like, you actually enjoy being around them, because I like to... You know, I'm, I'm kind of weird like that. So like, uh, let's, let's pretend a woman's name is Stacy. So Stacy, so you're dating this guy. Um, what's he, what's like, the, well, you know, they talk about like their drama, you know, and shit like that. Like, I like to be a part of that. It's like, so wait a minute. He, he like edited his photos on Tinder and he came over and he looked completely different. Like, that's kind of a red flag right there. Uh, he probably has body image issues and, uh, apparently only women are allowed to have those, not men. Um, but, uh. No, I try to, and I'm also like worried, like, cause all my friends are married at this point. So I have to deal with the struggle is like, if I'm going to find a ride or die, you know, my EP now, you know, on Spotify, you know, you know, the shit, um, like they have to get along with my friend's wives and that that's honestly more of a headache than me having to deal with her friends. Cause I could probably get along with her friends. Um, I just goof, I just goof around. Like, you know, when you have to do like fucking radio interviews, and you're just like, oh, they're just asking me the fucking, so what music and what music would you say you sound like? I'm like, I don't know, man. And then, you know, I ask you dumb questions. I like, cause I know how to talk to you. I like to like take it in my own hands and start asking them stupid questions. Like, uh, man, what's your favorite porn? <laughs> just talking about that on the work radio. Uh, what's your favorite porno, man? Uh, shit like that. But no, I feel like it, it, if you're dating someone, you need to like their friends cause they're coming along for the ride. Uh, luckily all my friends are cool. Except for Josh and Micah. Except I love Micah. I have to, I have to confirm that. I talk a lot of shit about Micah, so I have to like, for, like I have to keep saying that. Uh, you know, I love Micah. He's he's my bro, and I, only I get to talk shit about him. Um, so uh, mix me with that bullshit. Um, number nine. Oh man, I'm just dragging through all these. I've learned to love myself without needing anyone else's word of affirmation. You should do that regardless of if you're in a relationship or not do that shit. Uh, that is good self-care. You know, it's called, uh, taking care of yourself, which we're big fans of here on, uh, Cancel Shweezy. Um, should you shower for someone else? No, you should shower for yourself because, uh, that shit kicks on. And, uh, you know, no Japanese woman is interested in a fat neck beard who lives in his mom's basement. And, uh, that's also words to live by. So, um, that's good. Um, Number 10, I can wake up and go to sleep at any time I want without messing up my significant other's sleeping patterns. Um, that's a good point. I guess I'm on the weird side of it where I have the problem sleeping and the other person doesn't as much as I do. So that's my, probably my thing. Um, I probably not, I'm probably not able to relate to that because, uh, takes a lot for me to fall asleep moon and sun it's like some women having an orgasm it takes like the stars aligning and shit like that a woman's orgasm is like me falling asleep um you need special things to help you fall asleep it's actually uh, that's actually a very uh intelligent quote i just said 
for me, falling asleep is like giving a woman an orgasm. It takes a really long fucking time. Um, number 11, I'd rather be single than be with someone who doesn't appreciate my love and affection. Good. That's, that's, that's good, good shit. She doesn't deserve you. She doesn't appreciate you. And, uh, I've took me a long time to realize that like, uh, fuck you. If you don't see the hot piece of ass that is in front of you, because I am a special edition. I am very rare. I'm a limited, I'm limited, uh, Good luck finding another man like me. Um, mainly because sometimes you probably wouldn't like me. But anyways, uh, I promise that you'll never find another like me. Um, so yeah, fuck you if you don't love me. Uh, I never want to turn the key, number 12, I never want to turn the key in the door and have to worry about what is going on on the other side again. Um, depending on who the person is, um, um, from my experience, it's usually just women watching TV. Um, Worst case scenario, there's another dude deep dicking her. So, um, you may need to get some priorities straight if you're worried about what's going to ha- be on the other side of that door when you come home. That's, that's a, that's a, fl- that's a red flag right there. Um, uh, you, sh- you shouldn't have to worry. Uh, it should just be normal human shit. And unless you're her to me, then you're, you're going to walk in on some weird shit. Um, that's not cheating. Uh, number 13, speaking of, can't be cheated on when you're single. That's true. It's like, what's the best way to not get pregnant? Don't have sex. There we go. Abstinence cures everything. Uh, that's all I really have to say on that. My, uh, number 14, my apartment is clean and neat and mostly importantly, 90%, 95% empty. Now that is called being a sad man <laughs> where you have like a recliner chair, a TV and a PlayStation four or five. That's like a sad guy. You have no decorations. Like, I try to decorate this. I have, like, the Airbud poster right here. I uh, I'm, I have a map of Middle Earth in the living room. So I have this, like, one show poster from a former name, my dead name. Uh, you know, Breakfast Club poster. You know, I, just, I, I like to decorate Kansas flag. Yeah, you're not, you're not a real man unless you have a flag or something on the wall. That's man shit right there. And it's not ugly compared to those weird blanket tapestry things women have. Miss me that bullshit. We're all the same. <laughs> um, 15. Oh, also, my apartment's dirty a lot, so and I don't have to worry about that. Uh, number 15. Honestly, being single allowed me to put more focus on finishing my undergrad degree, which I just did this last week. Um, I finished my undergrad degree, um, but I also got a degree in music, so does it count? Kind of. Um... But, uh, no, it helps me focus on, like, making music and shit like that. But also, I write about relationships, so I need to be dating to, uh, get inspiration. Um, it's the idea of, like, just being, let's, let's just be happy being single, but also it's like, uh, I need song topics to write about. <laughs> um, okay, um... Uh, number 16, I learned who I am after I decided to stop dating. Um, yeah. Uh, because someone else, because you were probably in a toxic relationship, someone was defining who you were, and uh, that's not good for anyone. So good for you. Number seventeen. I don't like spending time with people. Um, you might. It depends on the people. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like I don't like hanging out with people, but I like hanging out with the right people. That's what I like. Lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. Um, but no, yeah. If you, if you're like, you know what, I. 
no, I hate small talk. Like anyone knows if, if you know me, you know that I'm like, I'll ra- I'd rather talk to you about porn than talk about fucking the weather and shelf gas prices. You know, milk's gone up three cents since Biden became president. Shut the fuck up. Um, number 18 being single means I get to spend my money on my own shit. That is a great thing. I'm going to be honest. That is pretty fucking great. Um, like I said, I refurbished an iPod. And you know who would not allow me to refurbish an iPod? Every woman on this planet. So, um, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, 19, uh, I get to masturbate as much as I want. You can do that in a relationship, too. Um, you can also, but also, like, you get the actual sex. So, unless you prefer masturbating over sex, um, that's, that's a debatable one. Um, because I, I use masturbation as a, like, I need a nut right now. And if someone else is not going to help me, I'm going to do it myself. So shut the fuck up. Um, number 20, I get to starfish on my bed and take up as much space as I want. It's heaven. Okay. I mean, everyone sleeps differently, but uh, I'm, I'm very, like, one spot. Like, um, so my parents have, like, a timeshare in Branson. And so basically how it is, it's a master bedroom, another kind of master bedroom, but, like, the bathroom connected to it is, like, the community bathroom. And then they have like a loft type thing with a couple beds, like for kids and shit like that. Um, and my brother didn't want to move, be- like we would like split the bed and my brother didn't want to do that. So he just gave me the master one. I also fall asleep watching TV. So that's not good for anyone uh, in that entire cabin. And so like, it was just like this huge king bed and I'd literally stay in like a small spot. So I don't move around a lot. So I'm literally the perfect man for a woman who wants a lot of space on the bed. So, uh, mess me with that bullshit. Let's get going. Um, get a starfish on my bed. I mean, that sounds like a sex position, to be honest. Uh, number 21, I can buy chunky peanut butter without butter, without getting grief. Um, if you're dating someone, if you like chunky peanut butter and you're dating someone who doesn't like chunky, they like the smooth, uh, buy both jars. Peanut butter is not expensive and, uh, it's a, uh, renewable resource. So, um, that's not a good reason to be single. It's like, I, I'm, I'm single. Why are you single? Because, uh, I like chunky peanut butter and all these bitches out there only like the creamy peanut butter. Shut the fuck up. Buy two jars. It's not a big deal. Like, like if you buy the off brand shit, it's like a dollar, a jar, or maybe a little bit more. It's not expensive. Like shut the fuck up about fucking peanut butter. That's not a reason to be single ever, ever for any reason whatsoever. If peanut butter is the reason you break up with someone, you have a lot more mental issues than I'm able to handle on this fucking podcast. Um, last but not least, let's get into this last one. Um, I can buy, oh no, sorry. I read the last one. Number 22, being single is a better position to be in if you're looking for a good relationship because being in a bad one means you have to go through the extra steps of breakup and recovery. Um, yes, that's very true. If you actually like the person, if you don't actually like the person, it's pretty fucking easy. Uh, take for example, all my exes, um, they were able to move, uh, move away very easily, which begs the question as in why are women are getting fucking getting the shit beat out of them by a man. They stay with him because they see something in him. But the women I I'm with who I don't beat the shit out of because, uh, I don't like being the shit out of uh, people I want to have sex with. That's just a me thing. Um, they can walk away easy, um, probably because I'm not a threat. Uh, I'm just funny, and uh, I say a lot of stupid shit. And uh, so that is how I'm going to end this segment of uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, I hope we are. I hope we're better people because of this. This, but I, I can't guarantee that we are. I think we're 
all probably kind of worse. This episode is brought to you by Drizzly. Uh, going to the liquor store is a hassle, and since we already get our food and other goods from other delivery apps delivered to us, Drizzly is here for our alcohol needs. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it's being called the Amazon for liquor. Uh, use the link in our description today. You can set, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fees, so get $5 off your first order by using Drizzly. Uh, use that link in our description. And remember, when you support our sponsors uh, and use our links for these, you directly support this show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you depressed? Feeling too lazy to cook for yourself? Are you wanting to support local restaurants in your area because they're struggling due to the pandy? Well, DoorDash is here to save the day. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery, so download the DoorDash app using the link in the description of this episode. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. All right, so it's time for me to now give relationship advice. After a whole segment of why it's great being single, um, folks, um, I don't know what the hell you want from me anymore. <laughs> okay, we're 23 episodes into this. I don't know what the hell you want from me, um, but we're doing this. And uh, yeah, let's talk some shit about people in relationships. Uh, my boyfriend embarrasses me. All right. Um, I have an opinion already, but let's read uh, what you have to say. I love my boyfriend in the time we spend together, but find his sense of humor very cringe. It's not too bad when it's just the two of us or someone he feels comfortable with, but I think I've just gotten used to it. It was my birthday, my this weekend, and we spent the day and night at my parents. He's in our bubble as he lives alone. Like I say, I don't know whether it's just in public or if I've stopped noticing, but he was just acting really strange. He's done this before when we've hung out with my friends in the past, and I was just so embarrassed. It's really making me question the relationship, but I love him, and he's the sweetest guy. Um, he just got a loud, he just gets loud and dominates the combo and puts on these silly voices and is really flamboyant when telling stories and says weird things. I DK, it all just felt a bit too much for me. I'm really reserved and chilled out, which isn't asking a good thing. I think it's good to be different to your partner, but I ended up not having the best time on my birthday and these social events, especially when he drinks. I'm on edge about what he might say or do. I don't know what to do about this as I feel I can't exactly talk to him about it. Um, so it looks like he has something that I do, which uh, he has not done. It's called reading the room. 
And um, to me, I'm pretty, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty quiet guy when I come around new people because I'm like, I'm not going to like expose who I really am to these people. I'm going to figure out who they are, uh, figure out their sense of humor, and um, then I'm going to start showing my true colors. I'm going to get, I'm, you know, you got to ease people into it. Uh, it sounds like he doesn't understand that. Um, uh, man, this one's actually a really hard one to give advice to. Um, obviously you say you like him, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, they just need to be honest with them. Like, hey, look, you need to just say, don't try to be someone you're not, but at least try to read the room. Uh, reading the room when trying to be funny is a very important thing because if your sense of humor doesn't align with someone else's sense of humor, or if someone just doesn't have a sense of humor at all, uh, and those people I call, uh, fucking annoying, uh, yeah, it's not going to work out for you. Um, just be like, look, I think you're funny, but also, um, you need to read the room when, uh, you're trying to make jokes. Read the room a little bit first before you kind of go into it. Uh, that's the only real good advice I have. Um, if his sense of humor is okay with you and you enjoy it, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I think you just got to have a conversation. Like, look, I like, I, I like your jokes. I think they're funny. But you also got to read the room because that's important. All right. Next question. Let's see. Uh, my boyfriend still talks to his ex, and I read some of their messages. All right. I'm going to preface this with, I know I shouldn't have looked at his messages, and he really has done nothing to make me feel insecure in our relationship, but unfortunately, I'm just insecure in general. So my boyfriend and I have been dating only a couple months, and he is still good friends with his ex, who he split up with seven to eight months ago. They were together for a couple of years, but he wasn't happy, and so he ended it. In general, it doesn't really bother me that he's friends with her still. She was, she has a new partner as well, and I know he's not interested in her romantically. But when I had a peek at his messages, I don't know what I was looking for. He's really honest with me about what they talk about and what they've said about their new relationship. There were a few messages that I don't necessarily think are indicative... I said that word right. <laughs> ...of any sort of foul play, but they just make me a bit uncomfortable. And if you... And a few he calls her babe, which is a part of his natural speech, so it doesn't bother me too much. Then there's one that I saw where he called her baby, which bothered me a lot more than I saw that. He also texts her good morning at the same time he texts me. Again, I don't think this is anything malicious, and I don't think there's anything going on. I think he just doesn't really think about it. Do I bring it up that it's made me uncomfortable? I would have to admit that I'd read the messages to do so. We have generally really good communication with each other about how we feel about things, and we're usually really honest and open. I just feel like there needs to be some boundaries between them. She's made it clear that she's jealous of our relationship. She's dating a girl now and her family would disapprove, so she can't be open about it. If you're just going to comment, shouldn't have read the messages, then I wouldn't bother because I know. Like, look, all right. Trust issues or not, if we get the opportunity, we're going to look at the messages, okay? Um, you shouldn't be if you're, it's your intention to look at the messages. It's more like, hey, I wonder what's going on with my, the man I love or stuff like that. That's no big deal. But if it's a trust issue thing, that is going to be on you. So I, you're, you're already aware. Um, they text each other good morning every day. That's. So here's the situation you're in. You have valid points. And everybody's going like, yeah, you shouldn't be calling her baby and texting her good morning every day. Like that's a little too far. 
Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big fan of being friends with your ex unless a couple years have passed and y'all are better off without each other. It's, it's a weird thing. Um, I mean, I'm friends with a couple exes, but I also put up that boundary of, uh, I'm not going to get back together with you. And I have to think to myself all the time in my head, I'm like, am I willing to fight for her? Like, she, like some of them are married and are with really good people, I assume. I haven't met them because uh, I don't want to. Um, but that's also me trying to be normal. But yeah, no, it's the idea of like, they're with someone else. I'm like, are you willing to fight for her to get her back? And in my mind, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> that's how I work. Um, so yeah, so that's the thing here. Um, yeah, see the thing, the thing you have here is how to bring up this issue because obviously, look, you obviously are aware it was probably not a good idea to be looking through his messages. Um, I mean, in my mind, I just, I mean, when I date someone, like, you want to look through my messages, I'm like, okay, I'm like, go for it. You have nothing. Because if you have nothing to hide, nothing to worry about. Obviously, it's like, I feel like there's something here where you could say, hey, ask him, hey, can I go through your messages? And if he says no, uh, it's probably a red flag. If he says, I don't care, go through it. Um, be like, don't look at my friend's messages. We send each other videos of old men jacking off. So might not want to look through those. Uh, I have, I have a friend. We'll leave him nameless. It's not Mike. And, uh, his, I guess his wife does, I guess they, they just had some marital issues and they go through the phone and like, I, I've known that for a while. And then I, I, I asked her like, Hey, so do you go through my messages with your husband? She's like, no, I I'm fully on the trust train on there. I don't want to look through any of that. So that was pretty funny uh, to know. But um, there is kind of a thing. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. It's just text messages unless it's, yeah, I don't know. That's a weird thing. Um, how you're going to bring it up? That's going to be a good luck to you. Um, you're going to have to bring up, you went through his text messages and then there's going to be a fight. So um, you, you got to make that decision for yourself. Did I give you an answer? Maybe. Um, depends like the adult diapers. So let's move on to the next one because, um, I don't know. I found out the girl I've been hanging out with has a boyfriend. Oh, Ooh. did I write this? Uh, she just moved in my city for college. She has no friends here. Long story short, we went for a walk. Then she invited me for coffee. We both had an amazing time together. We clicked so good together. It is unbelievable. She gave me so many signs of interest. There is no way I misinterpreted days later. She texts me again. We hang out again. Of course, we have an amazing time together. We have a lot of chemistry. Then she indirectly tells me that she has a boyfriend. I was so shocked. Then we sat in my car for two two hours and talked. She told me that their relationship is dying. So I now came to a conclusion that she is probably searching for someone new since she had Tinder plus showing Tinder. No, it's not Tinder plus Tinder plus showing so much interest in me. Plus wants to meet new people. Then as she told me she wanted me as a friend. She now knows I was invested in her romantically. Yesterday, she left me a really long and kind message. What should I do now? Now can I let her know I'm here for her for when they end their bad relationships? It's so hard for me to forget her and walk away since our chemistry is so good. So many common interests, hobbies, etc. All right, buddy. This chick is addicted to you because you know that she's toxic yep you got a toxic bitch there buddy um you do not i wish i was it looks like you're pretty young if i i wish i could go back in time and tell myself this um toxic women 
are only good for sex, and they're good for nothing else but sex. Um, we're not demeaning women. This is the Women's History Month podcast. Um, but that's a choice she made to be a toxic individual, and uh, she's wanting you to do be her boy, do the boyfriend stuff, but she still keeps him around for the sex stuff. And you need to, if you do the boyfriend stuff, you need to get the sex stuff. You, if she's refusing the sex stuff, but making you do the boyfriend stuff, stuff, she's toxic and a bitch. And uh, buddy, I, I'm gonna tell you is uh, forget about this bitch. Um, but if she wants to have sex with you, go for it because she could be really cool in bed. Um, but yeah, no, this is not someone you want to have a relationship with. She's toxic as fuck. And, uh, she has a lot more problems going on. Uh, and it's, it's, she's not worth it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. She's not worth it because if she's doing that to that guy and like, she's like kind of basically falling out with that guy, uh, keeping you there to be the next boyfriend coming around. Imagine what happens when it ends for you buddy uh she's gonna do that same shit again she's toxic only use her for sex that's all she's good for like i say women are not sex objects but toxic women are sex objects that's that's a t-shirt we can make toxic women are sex objects <laughs> that's good so yeah forget that bitch just have sex with her all right next one i hate love languages it feels like a convenient excuse hello people i have been having reciprocity issues with my girlfriend. We have been together for a year in the entire time. I have noticed a huge gap in the amount of effort being put into making the other person happy. I am always happy to give her attention, affection, buy all the meals, and do things for her, and I do it without thinking about it. But she gives me almost nothing. I finally brought this up, and she said, that's not my love language. Mine is giving quality time. To which I responded, yeah, but to me, quality time with you looks a lot like me spending a lot of money and doing things for you. I have made it very clear to her what I need, but to no avail, and I finally just called it quits. What do you think, people? Any similar experiences? Um, she's saying her what her love her love language is giving quality time. Um, so all I can say about I don't think she understood. So I do not give up on the idea of love languages. The idea of what a love language is supposed to be this idea of like this is how I want to be loved, and um this is how I would like to be loved. And I'm not going to go into my love languages because, uh, I'm not a woman on hinge. And so, um, basically she says her love language is giving quality time. And so for you giving quality time for her is her love language. That's what she likes, uh, in regards to that. So, um, spending a lot of money. I mean, if she's only requiring you to spend a lot of money, like, what happens to fucking Netflix and chill? Hold on. Watching, you know, fucking, um, Pokemon Journeys on Netflix, uh, Disney Plus watching Avengers Endgame, way better than OnlyFans, by the way. If I if you're new to the show, I just want you to know that Disney Plus is better than uh, anyone's account on OnlyFans. Um, but she's telling you her love language. Um, you might need to understand what your love language is, and then tell her this is my love language, and I need you to fucking put in some effort for this. If you're not gonna put in for effort, um, Die alone, you stupid bitch. That's what you need to say. Uh, unless she gives you blowjobs, you might want to keep her around for a little bit longer. Find someone else and then skip her. Because blowjobs are cool. So, fuck her. 
I guess. I don't know. What, is that what I'm supposed to say? Um, yeah, it sounds like she knows her love language, but she needs to reciprocate with your love language. Um, uh, so don't be stingy with uh, love languages. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Hey, hen dog out there. Shout out to him. Woo. On to the next question. Sex with X. Last night, my ex-girlfriend texted me that since we broke up over half a year ago, she's disappointed with those she had sex with. I don't know how many and asked if I could do it again. So I'm asking myself if that would be a good idea in any way, shape or form, because the sex really was great. But I also think I am going to hate myself when I do it. All right. So you're in, um, what could be considered a rock and a hard place here, buddy. Um, look, um, I think men are very good with distinguishing, like we could separate our feelings from sex, you know, sometimes like we may not like it as much, but we can easily do that. Women can do it too. I don't know what women are. I just talked to a few, I just have friends who are, you know, I talk to my friends, girlfriends and wives and be like, could you have sex without feelings? And a lot of them are like, I need to have feelings to have sex with someone and then people are like i'm demisexual like i have to have a personal connection with someone to have sex with them like that's a lot of people so like i don't know why this is a sexuality now um anyways though um here's the thing though i think you could have sex with your ex however doesn't sound like you should be trying to patch up a relationship so keep your feelings out of that shit um because that's gonna be the only way it works out if you have any slight feelings towards her and just want to hook up uh, that's going to be a problem. Feelings is going to what, that's a big thing with a uh, friends with benefits idea. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea necessarily, but, uh, when someone catches feelings, you have to stop, uh, or be in a relationship because that happens a lot. Uh, so, um, if you're able to keep your feelings out of it, man, I go for it. Plow her and, uh, plow her and leave her, leave her with a mess to clean up with a towel get her the towel, throw it on her, then leave. That's the best thing to do. Um, so as long as you can keep your feelings out of it, man, go for it. If, uh, if you have feelings for her still, don't do it. That's a bad idea. Um, how many... Okay, we have a couple more. Uh, let's get going here. Um, my girl's mad at me for not calling someone out for saying the N-word over video game team chat. My girl is half black, by the way. But half black, half white, by the way. Uh, so we were chilling in our apartment tonight, and I was playing Call of Duty while she was on the couch on her phone, and I was wearing a headset, but my TV speakers were on low anyways, and she could hear some of the chatter on team chat. One of my teammates is just an unpleasant dude and likes to cuss for no reason, and he kept getting killed by someone, and he was getting more and more irritated. Enemies can hear his mic a split second after they kill him, and he snapped and called the opposing playing player the N-word. Uh, I muted the douche immediately, and after 30 seconds, my girl looked up and looked annoyed and said, why didn't you say anything to him? I looked confused and was like, I'm not gonna start a flame war with some moron over the internet. It's best to just mute and ignore people like him. Uh, she said, paraphrasing, you know how people can, can't be saying those things, and you can't can't just be silent about it and 
yada yada. And I said it's different on the internet. People feed off of the negative attention and arguing is just going to make him say worse things. Got more heated and turned into an actual argument and I'm confused the whole time because I think I'm being mature by not feeding the troll and she snaps. Maybe if you grew some balls, you'd stand up to someone in front of your own girlfriend and went back to the bedroom. She's mad at me now and giving me the silent treatment. How do I even approach this? Uh, so, um, I don't care who the fuck you are. You call out. He's using the n-word like let's let's just i'm gonna be raw for a moment um the only time i've ever felt it necessary for me to ever say the n-word um is listening to uh black artists playing music and now you you know you want to sing along and then they say the n-word and you're like neighbors shit like that that's the only time i have no reason in my life to ever call someone the n-word that's just i mean it's just a period statement like I don't know how I can naturally come up in conversation. The only thing I can say is the actual N-word, bad. But obviously when someone says, like in quotations, the N-word, sometimes it can be kind of funny. It's like, hey, you little, it's like, oh, the, the N-word, you know. Obviously, no, the actual N-word, I have no reason to ever say it unless I'm singing along to rap music, which you know, I just don't. And then Austin Doyle makes fun of me when I do house shows and I'm just, covering Charles Gambino songs and I'm uh not saying the n-word because I don't like that shit um anyways um basically what I do there was I, I knew someone uh, a woman who specifically only dated black men which that's a whole conversation with me as a white man who who's a little Jewish um was like I only date white women like that would be a big problem but when a woman's like I only date black guys I'm like eh, and they're like we're like accepting of that like I don't know. I don't know where to start that conversation at. Um, but yeah, so anyways, there's a woman, she she exclusively dated black men. And she would use the N-word on and I always was like, that's a big word. You know. Just uh it's my way of calling it out, but also at the same time, not starting an argument and be like, that's a big word. Big words are words you shouldn't say, like um uh, the R word, not Republican, the other R word. Um Anyways, yeah, no, dude, you should fucking call him out. Hey, buddy, um, you don't need to use the N-word uh, for that situation. Um, you call him a bitch. That's what I do when I play Fortnite with the gang. Like, that son of a fucking bitch. I like, douchebag, like, bitch. You know, bitch is a good word. Um, that's a good word for someone you don't know. Or a cunt. Cunt is a good word, too. Why doesn't America use cunt more? That's another thing. But, you know, call all that shit out. Like, yeah, she's mad at you because she's half black. And uh, basically you're saying, like, you were probably trying to do the best you could, but at the same time you're like, I'm going to be okay with him saying the N-word. Shut the fuck up, dude. Tell him, call him out. And also, um, how the fuck old are you? You shouldn't be playing with people who fucking use the N-word on fucking Call of Duty. What you need to do is create a good team of good people and play with them. That's why video games are fun, is when you can play with your friends. That's how video games become fun. All right, anyways, let's move on. Um, open relationship issues. So a few months ago, my fiance told me that she wanted me to see other women. At first, I was hesitant, and then upon her continuous urging, I started to try to have hookups. The past couple of months, I have been 
talking to some girls and she just started getting really moody and pissed off at me. I followed all of her rules and kept her informed like she wanted me to, but she's almost constantly been treating me badly. I just don't know what to do now because if I tell her I'll stop, she gets even more angry. Uh, she told me that she thought it was a good idea because she isn't a very sexual person and because she had more, many more partners than I have. <sighs> but you need to break up this shit. This chick's awful. She wants you to have an, she wants you to have an open relationship because she doesn't want to have sex with you. That's the, that's the idea. But then also when you have sex with someone else, she gets mad. Uh, this bitch is not good for you. I would say you need to end it with her because you're not getting the emotional support that you need out of her. And, uh, she's just toxic and a terrible human. And you know what? She deserves another terrible human, which is not you. Sounds like you're a decent human. Uh, you're like, well, I've been trying to have hookups, but I, just, I don't know. I just don't like it. I just want to love someone. I'm like, yeah, because you're a good human. So shut the fuck up. All these fucking polyamorous people. She's probably asexual and doesn't deserve anyone. If you're asexual, you deserve to die alone. Okay? That's all I have to say. Next question. Um, How many more do I have? I only have two more. Okay, folks, we're almost done with this. We're almost done with this episode. Uh, looking to break up with my girlfriend next weekend. What do I do if she insists we just take a break? I am planning to break up with my girlfriend this Saturday. Recently, I have been having some mental health issues, and I haven't been able to enjoy the relationship or be able to nurture it. I also just haven't been enjoying it in general. She deserves better than this. Uh, we have been dating for only six months. I am going to tell her I am breaking up with her for mental health reasons. My question is, what if she insists that we just take a break? She can be stubborn. How do I frame a conversation that says we are stopped we are stopping dating for my mental health and we are not going to get back together without being brutally honest if possible. Okay. Um, best thing I can tell you, um, um, she wants to take a break. Um, I would just tell her, I'm like, if that makes you feel better, you can say we're taking a break. Um, uh, but we're not taking a break. Um, I'm breaking up with you for mental health. Now, when you say you're breaking up with someone for your mental health, uh, do not immediately get into another relationship. That is going to prove that statement false. So uh, miss her with that bullshit. Um, other thing I can tell you is I think you have the right reasons. And if she wants to say, oh, let's just take a break. I'm like, if that's what makes you feel better, go for it. Um, but um, with your mental health, being honest with your mental health idea like is a good thing. But well, like I said, do not just jump into another relationship. That's going to ruin the entire thing. I'm telling you, buddy, that is going to ruin the entire thing if you jump into another relationship. And we're like, oh, he just didn't like me, and she's going to feel bad. So um, don't do that shit. Actually, if you're going to break up with someone, mean what you say. And uh, that is the only way you're going to get through life. If you just, I don't know why people just, we just start needing to be more honest with each other, even just a little bit more brutal, just like, hey, I'm not trying to hurt at least say, like, you know, I say brutal things all the time. Like, look, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Like, my friends, like, have, like, an issue with their marriage. I'm like, look, man, I'm telling you this as a friend. I'm not trying to make fun of you, but I'm going to tell you something very hard. And then I tell them that. And it's just like, do whatever the hell you want. i just telling you this to be a good friend. And eventually, if you change your mind, I can tell you I told you. So that's also kind of a thing. But uh, also, like, being a... I generally go in, first off, hey, I'm going to be a good friend to you. Like, just... Like, don't ruin your marriage over this situation. Uh, just 
be cool. Like, okay, like, don't ruin your relationship. Like, don't ruin your life over this. I'm just here to be your friend, but do whatever the hell you want because I'm not going to stop you. I just wanted you to know my feelings. Um, just move on from there. So, um, yeah, so um, just uh, don't get immediately into a relationship. That's going to be your biggest thing. So, all right, we got our last question for the evening or the day or the podcast. Um, my boyfriend tickled another woman in front of me. I always have the best for last, don't I? Uh, This may seem petty, but I can't stop thinking about it. Context is, we were at a Christmas dinner with friends, and he was sitting in between me and a female friend who was already married to his other friend. We're all having fun since it's Christmas, but then I saw him teasing her about something and started poking her ways to tickle her. She was annoyed and kept scooting away, but he kept on poking her to annoy her. I found it really inappropriate, although... Just lost my spot. Sorry, folks. She was annoying. Kept getting away, but kept on going. If I really approach it, because although they're friends, they're not close at all, and they're in their early thirties already. Already for him to play around like that, would that be considered as flirting, or is it possible for a guy to tickle a female friend without meaning? Um, I don't know. So, like, I've worked at church camp for a while, and I know guys who like do like the fucking doorknob shit like if you fart and don't say doorknob or something like that they're gonna punch you until you touch a doorknob and then like like how fucking old are we we're adults now we need to stop doing this shit um um tickling another woman is yeah that's a that's something um uh what do i say to this i'm i'm thinking out loud right now folks so i don't have like a ton of dead air. Um, only thing I can really say is, um, yeah, you're going to have to tell them to stop that fucking shit. Cause that just to be like, look, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm not trying to be mean to you. It just makes me uncomfortable. It feels like you're flirting with her and shit like that. That's all you got to really say. And, uh, if he depends on how he reacts to that, cause I don't know how he's going to react to that. I was like, Oh, fuck you, bitch. I was, I was just joking around. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you know, um, yeah, you first you're poking her on the side, and next thing you know, you're poking her on the vagina. So, um, yeah, that's a big fucking problem right there. And uh, the only woman he should be touching is you. So, um, you have a solid case there for your argument. I don't know why you're being uh feeling like you're nervous about it. He should not be doing that shit, and he should never be doing that shit. And I agree with you. So. All I can say is, uh, miss you with that bullshit. You were right. He is wrong. And, uh, he shouldn't be tickling married women, especially his friends' wives. I would, I would never, I've never thought about, cause like I said, I have a lot of friends with wives. I've never thought about tickling my friends' wives ever for any reason whatsoever. And, um, I'm going to keep my life that way because I am 27. I'll be 28 in August. Happy birthday to me. And, uh. All I can say is um, don't tickle your friends' wives, folks. That's going to be a lesson today. But nevertheless, I persisted through this episode. I feel like this was a rough one, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Cancel Sweezy. Um, you can send in anything you want to the show, and I will read it on air. Uh, it's uh, theshwedcast at gmail.com uh, for any questions, comments, or concerns. Follow my music. The sh- it's just Sweezy. Uh, wherever you listen to music, I have two EPs out now. I'm probably going to get more music out soon. Uh, follow me on all social media. It's at the Shweezy. 
except on TikTok where it's the foreplay king. Uh, like and subscribe over on Twitch and wherever you get your podcasts at. Twitch also, you number combine your Amazon Prime account uh, and subscribe to help financially support the show for a product you already are receiving. And for $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes of all my shows on Patreon. So thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me today over on Cancel Sweezy. Uh, the internet's the, the best episode we've ever made, honestly, of this show. So thank you so much. And like always, I hope you all stay awesome.